Welcome to Apaga University. I'm Inga. And I'm Julie. We are two entrepreneurs who have built an in-home care business from the ground up, guided every step of the way by God's care and fueled by agape love. 16 years later and over 100 podcast episodes already under our belts, we invite you to continue on this journey with us as we share stories that resonate, insights that inspire, and practical guidance that empowers you to face any obstacle along this path. Whether you're a professional caregiver, a family member, or are simply curious about what your steps will be when you need them, you have come to the right place. Oh, hey, and while you're here, make sure you hit that subscribe button. And after that, make sure you send this to a friend. Yes, do it. All right, we'll quit fooling around and get to it. Let's go. Class is in session. Hello, Sunshines, and hello, Julie. How are you? I am so good. How are you, Inga? I'm so good. I'm so excited. Like, this has been the best two weeks. Has this not been the best two weeks? It's been a wonderful two weeks, yes. Should we tell them why? Yes. Should we tell them what's going on? You'd be, you do go. it. Do it. Oh, my gosh. So we have been training our first franchisees, uh, James and Michelle, out of Helena, Montana, and you guys are going to get to meet them in a little bit. So lucky, lucky you. It's their first podcast experience, and... It's a little nerve-wracking, but we'll get through it. Anyway, so what say you, Julie? Well, I got to just go back to Michelle and James for just a second and tell you, we couldn't have lucked out more for people that are our people. Oh, my gosh. I know. And, like, when I was looking for a verse, because I felt like we needed to do the verse this week, um, I just opened up my Joel Osteen Daily Readings book, and I came, ac- I came across the best one. And I think maybe we should just go into it sure. um, and see if you guys see it the way we see it. So... Our verse of the week is going to be Hebrews 12, 1, 2. And let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. Now, let me tell you what old Joel had to say about this, and and then I'll tell you why I think it's so cool. Um, So if you're experiencing a tough time, stay in the game. If a friend betrayed you, go out and find some new friends. The right people are in your future. If you lost your job, go out and find another job. When one door closes, God will always open another door. If you're fighting a sickness, don't start planning your funeral. Arise. When God sees you do your part, he will do his part. He will give you a new life. He will restore your health, give you new opportunities, new relationships. He will give you a new perspective. How cool is that? Beautiful. It's just exactly what we needed to hear today. Right? Yeah. Because I started thinking about um, really this franchise journey and, you know, I guess in September of 2019, right? That's when everything was finalized for us and we were able to go out and start um, promoting this opportunity. And things were going really well and I felt like we had a lot of momentum going for us. You know, fast forward a little bit to March, I think, of 2020. Um, Remember where we were when when things really (laughs) went south? It was scary for a a little bit, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we kind of gave each other that look and it was like, uh, we gotta go. Yeah, so to explain ourselves, um, (laughs) Julie and I had actually been asked to present at a Boots to Biz conference on Maelstrom Air Force Base in Great Falls, Montana. And we were there basically just talking about business and sharing a little bit about our story. And it was an exciting conference, um, essentially set up for people that were going to be discharging um, maybe retiring or not renewing with the, the service, leaving for whatever reason. And, and they came together in this conference to look at opportunities as they were to go out into, um, you know, that next phase of life for them. So Julie and I are excited. We get to present and, and we always like to learn. So we thought, okay, well, we'll hang out and watch these other presenters and see what we can find out. So 
what was it, 15, maybe 20 seconds before we're ready to, you know, enter stage and, and present, we hear in the background, you know, if uh, anyone gets, if they, if they come up with any positive tests of coronavirus or COVID-19 on this Air Force base, it'll be locked down for 28 days. Nobody will be going anywhere. <laughs> So yeah, that, that was the look. <laughs> yeah. If that didn't, in, you know, put a little panic in our pants, it was like, we will present, pack our things, um, say our thank yous and get the heck out of Dodge. Because as much as I love Great Falls, I just didn't want to be locked down on the Air Force Base for 28 days. Yeah. But yeah, so that kind of, I guess, to bring it back, um, that, that COVID-19 coronavirus we had this huge momentum, and then all of a sudden this, this you know, tragic situation happens. We find ourselves in a pandemic, and that just slowed everything tremendously, right? So basically, at that point in time, everybody's just trying to survive, trying to keep business going, trying to keep employees going, trying to keep our clients safe. Um, so it kind of just, like, laid off for a little while, right? And yeah. then, then what happened? I think it was July, yep. July 2020. Yep. Enter Thai. And Alyssa, yeah, these wonderful producers. So they show up on our doorstep with a presentation telling us why they should come to work for us. And I mean, it was it was great. It was really, really good. And I was like, I think you're right, Ty, you should come to work for us. And Alyssa, we have to have her because she's so creative and had been doing a lot of our marketing and, and design. The, and that right there sums up God's plan. Oh, absolutely. We had no idea we needed these two in our lives so big. And then they joined us, and here we are today and, and have now um, making our family bigger and bigger. And that is the whole reason we've started our expansion. So what we wanted to do even 14 years ago was do an expansion because we are so passionate about home care mm -hmm. that we want to share this kind of love everywhere, mm -hmm. everywhere, yeah. that agape love where we help people that sometimes aren't lovable, but we find a way to love them and, and finding like-minded people to help us with that expansion is so cool. And what an incredible blessing. Yeah. Yeah. So Ty comes along and, um, and we have this opportunity that, uh, that comes up in the Missoula area and, and we're looking for someone to help maybe manage a franchise opening there. And, um, so Ty goes out and starts looking for someone for that position. And he, he comes across this really cool couple, uh, happen to be <laughs> named James and Michelle, and um, starts these conversations. Well, in the meantime, things change in that Missoula area. And that opportunity is doesn't seem like it's still going to be viable. But um, I think the connection was made. Mm -hmm. And then it quickly turned from, hey, come and work and run this branch to, hey, maybe you guys need to own one of these. Yeah. And yeah, opens the door. He A door might close, but it opens every time. And if you just stay in that faith, I swear to you, God delivers every single time, yeah. every single time. He yeah. puts the right people at the right time in the right place. Right where you need them. Exactly. You don't even so, know it. Yeah. And so stuff like this happens. Yeah. We are we are living proof of that. <laughs> yeah. I have said this from day one. Ever since we started Agape Home Care now at Paga, I have been blessed. Yeah. I'm a spoiled brat because of the blessings that I've been given every day. Absolutely. But you know what? I think you you ask and you believe and you keep that faith mm -hmm. and and God delivers. So yep. that's why that verse just seemed to hit the spot when I ran across it. Oh, I love it so much. Yeah. So okay, uplifting stories of the week. Why don't you go? Oh. 
I do have an uplifting one. one. Awesome. So um, it was just called Dad Received a Random Act of Kindness. And this uh, this gal submitted um, to whatever side I found this, but something very special happened today for my dad. He was a recipient of a random act of kindness. Dad will be 94 in September. He still goes down to the local shops to get his groceries, etc. Today, while at our local supermarket, he was ushered through the self-serve checkout by a staff who kindly offered to scan his items and pack them up for him. When it was time to pay, he was told, he got, we got this. You are our number X customer today. And a gesture of thanks for shopping with us. We are picking up the tab for your shop today. Aww. He was so excited. And to top it off, the staff went and got him the biggest family tray of Arnott's biscuits and a <laughs> special collector's tin for them. Dad was humbled by the experience and beyond grateful. Aww. And it said, thank you to the staff who were involved in this beautiful act of kindness. May we all live with an attitude of gratitude. Aww. That's so cool. I love that. And that makes me think about, um, have you ever been in line, like maybe at a drive-thru or something and you pull up and you're ready to pay and Mm -hmm. you find out that the person in front of you had taken care of your, yeah, I love doing that. And I always hope that, um, that the next person in line pays it forward and that it just keeps going. Yeah. And that story actually also makes it, makes me think of our, uh, our friend, Jason Oltoff mm-hmm. out of great falls at the cash mob that he does. Oh wow. Yes. Yeah. Just, he, he will go out. I think it's around Christmas time mm-hmm. gathers together, um, you know, other business people and they, they get a bunch of money together and they go out and they just literally start handing out money. It, it's insane. Yeah. So I love that type of stuff. Um, One thing that I did forget to say on the verse of the week, and um, I would like to say it now, is please, if you have a verse that's really important to you, you like, you love, whatever, it's meaningful, please submit it to us at thecaregivenpodcast at gmail.com. Again, thecaregivenpodcast at gmail.com. Um, we we want to get those verses rolling in because we want to share your stories and the things that are important to you. So my, um, my uplifting story of the week is basically, it kind of hit me because due to coronavirus um, and this pandemic that we're in, everybody's had to make a lot of adjustments and changes in how we communicate with each other, how we get things done, because we can't do everything face-to-face. Or, I mean, we're starting to open up more now, but um, there was a time when, you know, everybody's just pretty much locked down. Um, But that doesn't mean that life can stop, right? We have to keep going. So there was a football player, uh, Miami University, Miami University football player that um, really had this deep love and appreciation for reading and kids and um, he wanted to do something. So what he decided to do is he created a children's reading program and with the workaround for the social distancing and things that were going on during the pandemic, um, he started it at a school and he named the program the Red Hawk Readers. Um, Essentially what it was is he and another... um, a friend or a college classmate of his, they started filming themselves reading children's books. And yep. And they were then submitting them to this school system in Florida. And basically the teachers could then use them, you know, fit them into their lesson plans or curriculum as needed. But it basically, the reason that he wanted to do it and that she wanted to do it is as kids reading or growing up, um, being read to by siblings and grandparents and parents, and even being in the school when, other kids' parents would come in and read. It just really like fostered this love for them. And so they didn't want the kids to lose out on that. So they found this way to read, video, submit, and then the teachers could add that in. Um, And it's just a little something different, but just again, trying to keep that 
that love of reading going um, for these young kids and a way to do it, you know, outside of that in-person face-to-face, but still to get that personal feeling and experience. And I guess we have learned that, you know, through Zoom and all of these different um, communication applications, I guess, or whatever you want to call it, that you really can get a lot done. And, um, you know, we actually are working with a consultant that lives way, 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 way back east, but we get to see his beautiful face every other week, you know, for 75 minutes, we get to connect via Zoom and brainstorm and come up with different ideas and things and talk about life. And it's really feels a lot like he's just sitting here with us. So yeah, um, uh, just like myself, I am pretty darn sure that a lot of us had to get way more high techy. <laughs> Yes, I struggled and at times I still have that problem. But I'll tell you, when we very first started, one of the hardest Zoom meetings I was ever at was actually at our church. Oh, and oh. It, the church people were trying to figure out oh. the Zoom, and it was it was actually quite hilarious. I just sat there eating my macaroni and cheese and enjoyed the whole watching the, the whole show. show. <laughs> I can imagine. Yes, yeah, it. Um, it's a thing, but thank goodness we have Ty and Alyssa here. Oh, with they us make still. me look smart. Yes, they do. Oh, they really thankfully, do. Finally, yes. somebody. <laughs> ah, yeah. You don't give yourself enough credit. I know we tease Julie, but <laughs> I know. Well, mm. I think that it's probably time that we just get right into it. I, I'm so excited to get to talk with um, Michelle and James yep. and get a little bit of history on them and some background and maybe talk about why why they want to do this and 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 why they met this crazy crew and said, hey, we want to be part of that. <laughs> I mean, we love it. We are thankful. They're like yes. right up our alley. But um, All right. So, James, let's start with you. Can you tell us a little bit about your youth? Um, where did you grow up? What were the things that you did and what was important to you? You're asking me to go way back. I, I, are you as old as Julie? Oh, you can't possibly be as old as Julie. I don't know. We haven't got that far yet. Okay. All yeah. right. I'm a spring chicken. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I actually, uh, well, I grew up, we're going to say most of my life in Helena, Montana. Okay. I, I won't say all of it. I don't really, sure. I really don't want to even go tell you where I came from, honestly, but I'm Montana. Perfect. Okay. But, That's all that matters to us. Yeah, I'm, I'm Montana all through and through, and I've moved away several different times, but I keep coming back. But yeah. I grew up, went to high school, uh, elementary school, middle school, high school in Helena, and um, moved away year afterwards to go to college. Oh, nice. Um, but went to Spokane, Salt Lake, started my career in Salt Lake, lived there for about five, six years, came back to Montana, then moved to Denver, lived there for about five, six years, came back to Montana. Uh, <laughs> Montana <laughs> keeps <laughs> calling. It, 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 so it does. It's, it, yeah. it's hard to stay away. You can see a pattern there. I can't yeah. stay away too long. <laughs> um, sure. But uh, then we... Um, after the last trip to Montana, stayed here for quite some time, then moved to Minnesota. Um, that didn't last five or six years. That was about two and a half years. Yeah. But, but uh, childhood was good, but um, I always knew Montana. It's the mountains, it's the rivers, it's everything I yeah. like to do is outdoors. So Yeah, that's, that's awesome. I love hearing you guys talking about all the time going camping and doing your outdoors things. And Montana, just it's just special. I mean, it's just, it's in your blood and it's it's hard. I've lived out of state a, a few times, just you know, short periods of time. But I, I don't, I don't think you could get me out of Montana now. Maybe, maybe for my girls. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I feel but like you'd I would be always, back too. I would always come back. I do feel that. <laughs> Hopefully, eventually they would come back too. But you know, you never know. Um, 
So basically you have some, you have some experience working with home and community-based services and um, tell us about that. Yeah. So I've been in healthcare some form or another since I graduated from college. Um, I did an eye doctor gig for quite a few years, mm. but uh, when I moved back to Montana and I wanted to get off the road, cause that's all I was doing was traveling is I um, found a place that I could, there was, home care, home health, but it was oxygen related. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, respiratory stuff. And I started driving um, for them deliveries and stuff like that, which was good. It kept me off the road and mm-hmm. kept me at home. And I had a you know, son at the time, and, you know, son I had to kind of be, I needed to be home for. Sure. Um, and so I started my career with uh, uh, Lincare, um, and I worked for them for 15 and a half years, um, various, doing various things. But I wow. really, I really enjoyed it. I did like um, meeting people, mm-hmm. um, taking care of people. Um, they, I didn't think about it at the time, but it was something I really, after, you know, after certain time frames, certain things in your life, you like, you know, I like doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, you always have those ones that, you know, test your fortitude, <laughs> but, um, yes. I did it, you know, I enjoyed it. I liked helping people, but I also had the I always said I got into healthcare to stay out of politics. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That's not necessarily the case anymore. Right. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. you're smack dab in the middle of politics. Sure. And, um, I think Michelle at times is worried that I might run for office somewhere <laughs> along the way. But um, I do enjoy it. I do like the challenges, the changes, yeah. and everything that goes with it. Um, but the bottom line is I love helping people that, you know, they 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 go through things. Yeah. Um, and with wow. Link here, it was tough because they – Dealing with the respiratory part of things, um, typically 90% of those people did it to themselves yeah. in some way, shape, or form. Um, and they understood that. Yeah. And But they wanted to get the most out of what they were doing. And sure. I did everything I could, walking that very gray line um, to help them and, and give them the best yeah. possible life that they could do at that oh, point yeah. time. Oh, so. yeah. I mean, it had to be, like, obviously super, super meaningful for you. And, and we always say in home care that you know, for us at times, we, it is a life or death situation, whether we're there or not. And for you, I mean, that's, that's critical stuff, making sure that someone has their oxygen, that that is life or death stuff. Yeah. And so, you know, and you, I mean, you've got the ones that just thought that, you know, you should get whatever. Yeah. Um, they just, but yeah. most, like I said, most of them were very well. And there's a couple that just stand out in my mind. Oh, yeah. Um, but it's, and it's always tough to see see them go through their oh, sure. progression and stuff like that but um yeah, you never want to see anybody um struggling at all no so. and, and and then i got to when i became the manager and stuff and then i you know would put together some good teams around me and um really it was our name grew and um so when it was time to make a change yeah, somehow I got hooked up with Ty. <laughs> you lucky doll. Yeah, we're yeah. the lucky ones. We are the lucky ones. He, I mean, he talked me into this. So, <laughs> well, hopefully you don't regret it because we are so thrilled to be working with you guys, and just I just think the possibilities are just endless. So, no, we're very excited. Cool, yeah, and the connections mm-hmm. that you already have yeah. in Helena are exciting. Yeah, and that was that was one of the reasons why we came back again. It was just because we, for what we wanted to do, we knew lots of people and we had some good right. connections. And I still have some good connections, and Michelle has some good connections. Right. And so we just knew this was if 
to do this, this was the best place to start. Yeah. Oh, Helena, you guys are so lucky. Yeah. Oh, yes, Helena. Helena. Be happy, people. Life is about to get really, really good. <laughs> so so you've you've been with us now for about 40 hours. <laughs> no no regrets. <laughs> um, he's taking it. Yeah, he's like, uh, let me stall for just a minute here. <laughs> okay, let me get my wits about me. Um, basically, what, what are you looking forward to most about kind of this relationship and this Apaga family? Um, there's lots of things. I, you know, it, you guys are crazy. <laughs> in, in a good way, right? In a, in a good way. I mean, it's, it, yeah, it's, it's fun. I, we're, you know, you guys are making this fun and, you know, we feel like we've got some great support. And yeah. so we're really looking forward to, I'm just, I'm looking forward to making a difference in the community. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's so cause awesome. I just, yeah, I know enough people and it's just, I'm really looking forward. That's the biggest part. Looking forward to making a difference in the community and, and having our name out there and, yeah. and knowing that it's our name. That's so cool. So, that is so awesome. And I don't know if I ever said this to you guys. I, I think maybe, but my husband, Kevin, um, he was a motorcycle mechanic forever. And essentially he just reached the point where just like you, he's like, I want to make a, I want to ba- make a difference in our community. And I want to come and be a part of this. Cause I know how meaningful it is. And, um, I, I want to go to, you know, end my day knowing that I made a really positive difference for the people and not just for the clients that you serve, but honestly for the caregivers, Mm -hmm. because it is, it is really, really meaningful work. Um, they can go, they can end their day and know that, you know, somebody was better. Somebody got to stay home or whatever, because they were there. Yep. And it takes a village. Yeah, indeed. Cool. So, um, if you could buy a billboard that would say anything in your community, this, what do you think that would say? You want to circle back to that one, or do yeah, you have one that, right off the top? No, nah, you might want to come back on that one. All right, we'll come back on that one. We'll go, we'll go to Michelle. It's your turn. We we stalled enough for you. <laughs> Let you get the feel for this. It is a little nerve wracking in the beginning, but honestly, it gets it gets easier. So, what about you? What where where do you hail from? Well, um, so first, I want to say back to JJ. His mom was a single parent. Oh, okay, and um, she has nursing. Um, is, did, was she nursing? Did she go to Carroll College? No, nursing she, or no, she works for the Nurses Association. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah. So she had that. I yeah. mean, yeah. familiarity. Yep. Yeah, and um, he gets a lot of his worth work ethics and um, hard work from his mom. Oh, I nice. Blame um, her for that all the time. Cool. Yeah, like cool. really good job, diving Mama. in. Yeah, yeah, really good job. Um, but I come from Clancy. Uh, oh, Montana, yep. and um, I grew up there with my parents, and um, then we moved into town. Um, then, of course, I went through school and everything, and um, after high school, I moved to California for a couple of years and decided that wasn't um, for me, so I came home yep. and um, started a family, and so I have two kids. I have a stepson, uh, JJ's son, and... Um, just a second. So it's James. <laughs> oh yeah. She calls me JJ though. So just so you know, <laughs> James or Translation. JJ. Does it matter? Like, if you're in trouble, is it James? And oh if yes. It's, it's always James. Oh, so you, so actually, when she's calling you JJ, that's a good thing. Yeah. I'm okay. Okay. Good. 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 Okay. All right. Good to know. Uh, and so we have uh, three kids, and um, my daughter um, 
is a person that I really look up to. She's a social worker and going to get her master's right now and to see her and the need that she wants to change this world uh, has been my biggest um, eye-opener. If someone younger than me and has the heart, uh, I want to join in on that train. Did we tell you guys about the cry count? Oh, yeah. No. Because there's a thing. (laughs) And it's basically how many times do we cry during the show and who cries first? It's usually me. (laughs) So that is so cool that your daughter is inspiring you and motivating you. And um, how awesome is that? Yeah. Good good job to you, Mama. Thanks. Mm -hmm. And um, and so um, when I was in Clancy, I can remember we would go to the nursing home there Mm -hmm. and make visits. And Mm -hmm. um, we would, you know, put together little blankets or whatever. And I can remember always thinking, I really want this atmosphere because these are all my grandma and grandpas. Yes. I volunteered at Brendan House when I was very young, too. And it was like some of the best memories. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really. And to see how much joy they got just to have a little kid come in and, yeah, you know. It's, yeah. It's and cool. so then um, I, I went through some careers that all brought all kinds of aspects mm-hmm. to where <laughs> I'm at today. Sounds like and a very familiar story. Yeah. Yes. Um, I can remember being in the dental world mm-hmm. and, um, you know, lots of people are frightened from the dentist mm-hmm. and. As you guys have been learning about me, I bring humor. <laughs> um, and so whenever, you know, somebody's coming in and the parent is being kind of strict about sit down in the chair and, you know, let mm-hmm. the, then my humor side comes in sure. and trying to relax them. And I felt like I did a really good job yes. um, trying to help with that. Um, and then um, I wanted something else. So I went into um, the funeral home mm. business and there's a couple of, um, funeral local funeral homes in Helena um, and I absolutely 100% would go back to that or be a part of it somehow because um, for me to have I mean first of all you're a local in the community right so you know all of this community so when these people are passing away you actually know them yeah. and you have to put on a different hat yeah. yeah, and you have to support the family members and you don't get to, you get, you, you have to put yourself aside. You don't get to be the feel right person. Well, you, and you have I, to be professional and I just have admired that about you, that you've worked in that environment because, um, it just, you're dealing with someone at, or people at probably the worst times Absolutely. of their life and the way that you were able to, you know, bring joy to them in, mm. in the absolute, you know, darkest worst time times. is mm-hmm. like, and, and that it didn't scare you yeah. in any way. No, that I you're absolutely like, loved I it. love this and mm-hmm. I want to be able to be here and help these people mm-hmm. through this terrible time. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just, yeah. Thank you. You're very yeah, welcome. Yeah. I, um, so it is one of my favorite memories of all the, um, you know, I have lots of hats. Sure. And that's one of my favorite ones. And that was one of the things when we were in Minnesota and um, we had this opportunity. Mm-hmm. It was like, heck yeah. Yeah. So. Come back and and then and then we met you crazy people and it's even better. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! It was either going to go one of two ways. You're going to be like <laughs> really, uh, really good, this, or uh, this is not for us. <laughs> you know, and one of the things that we've talked a lot about um, as we grow older, we can look back and understand why why we were put in a job because ultimately we were all going to join together in this Apaga family, yeah. and yeah. who knew? 
who knew who knew the jobs and the reason yeah. you got that education and and met those people and put yourself yeah. into situations i mean yesterday during training inga and i gave a lot of case scenarios of examples of some good really good you know times we've had with people and then some really tougher ones yeah. and mm-hmm. um you guys were, didn't phase you at all mm-hmm. And that, that was good because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. when you're dealing with people, you know, it is, it's one Everything. of those things that you just have to go with the flow and you have to be there because of that servant heart that you have and that you're going to love these people no matter what. Yeah. Yep, yeah, absolutely. And then, um, somewhere in my careers of careers, um, I met a super good friend and, uh, we just clicked mm-hmm. and, um, she also has that that heart. I mean, she can mesh in with anybody. Mm-hmm. And, um, so as soon as we were able to get on this train with you guys and start <laughs> really knowing, you know, what we're going to be doing and how we're going to go about it. I, the first person I thought of was mm-hmm. her and she's joined our team and I'm really excited about that as well because her heart's just as big. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. And she is delightful. We yeah. have really enjoyed getting to meet and Julie Thinker. Yes. Julie. <laughs> her Thinker. name is Julie. So there's Julie times two here. So bring it on. <laughs> One's yes. yes, indeed. Well, that's awesome. So, um, did you think about that billboard? Are we going to come back to that? Actually, say was, the, ask the question again. I was, well, I was actually thinking about, you talked about your cry count. Yes. I got a story for you, but oh. I, we may not want to do that today. Because oh. <laughs> you talk, you think about the things in your life and through your careers that kind of you question mm-hmm. what you're doing mm-hmm. possibly, or, you know, maybe I need to go a different direction. I had one of those. Yeah. Oh. But the billboard thing, I'm still thinking about. Okay. <laughs> you want to tell the story or are you afraid I'll be... I do. You do. Okay. It's pretty important. Oh. Let's do this. Okay. <sighs> Buckle up. Somebody get me a Kleenex. Yeah. <laughs> so it was 2006. And, I, you know, it, I'd been working for Care. I mean, a little over a year mm-hmm. at that point in time. And like I said, you meet all kinds of interesting people. Mm-hmm. Some people are very grateful. Some are not. Some are... But at the same time, I dealt with a lot of kids um, that would go through their own things. Um, but my sister's uh, oldest had was diagnosed with leukemia at four. Actually, a little younger. She, he wasn't quite four yet. And he struggled with that and fought through that for uh, almost a year um, before they finally just had had enough. And he was... he. They got rid of it and remissioned, and we did numerous trips back and forth to Children's Hospital in uh, Denver. Mm-hmm. Um, and so finally in 2007, it was actually June 23rd, 2007, um, he passed. Mm-hmm. And my, I honestly went to my boss and said, I don't know if I can do it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, it just was. And these kids that don't deserve it. Yeah. Yeah. And you look at the adults <laughs> that did it to themselves. Yeah. And that's what I struggled with yeah. for a long time. But um, knowing that, and he, he, he had to talk me off the fence. Um, I was, yeah, I was done. I was like, I can't do it. I can't deal with these people anymore. And even back with the eye doctors, I spent a lot of time, which was weird. I spent a lot of time in Denver 
at the yeah. hospital down there because oh. I lived down there doing yep. the work. And so it just was weird. You walk through that door and those kids are just happy. Yes. It doesn't Aww. matter what's yes. going on in their lives. Yes. They're just ecstatic. They're just, and he would walk around with his IV and that was his Christmas tree that he could walk around with. That's Aww. what we called it. Yeah. And so Aww. it was tough. Um, but my boss talked me off the ledge and said, but there's so many people that you do help that are grateful. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, it was early in my link here thing, but you know, I keep looking back at that. And so it kind of, uh, it messed with me for a little bit, uh, a little bit, but yeah. um, he, he was one incredible kid, and there was lots of different articles about him. And um, for the longest time, the nurses down there and my sister still had a lot of connections, and they still went back and forth and talked and um, stuff like that. And now she's adopted a child that has had a tough life and is tough. what eight now. Yeah. Oh, wow! And still took has him a out. Of, yeah, took him out of the system, and he'd been in the system for I can't even remember two years, yeah. three years, something like that. Gosh. And so, yeah, so she's got the big heart. Oh yeah, and took him on, and yeah, they're dealing with a lot. But yeah, there was times that really questioned him. But like I said, you you look at it, and there's like the story you guys showed us yesterday on the ESPN. Oh yes, yes. You know, those are the things that keep you coming back. Oh, and you think about those nurses and. And what they do and how they yeah. go about it. And it's like, if I can yeah. help in some way. And that's how I feel about um, the funeral home business. Yeah. And now this. Yeah. And okay, yep. yep. Yeah. It's it's crazy how these things uh, touch us and how people are impacted more. Like, you would just not know. You anyone, would not know anyone's that. Anyone's story. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we're up to five now on the cry count. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. Let me scan the room. <laughs> yeah. The, w- the one thing that I, I do appreciate so very much is as we spend more time with you guys, um, it is so heartwarming to know that the people of Helena are going to get such empathetic people to serve them. Yes. And because you've been there, you've done that. A lot of the times we're not only taking care of the client, but we're also there as emotional support for the family. Right. Mm-hmm. And so we have to um, be able, like you learned, uh, how do you keep a professional? Mm-hmm. Um, we've had a, a just this past year, my, my father passed, and I was shocked at my own responses to what was going on and I thought geez I deal with this a lot and but when it's your own it really hits you and it puts you on the other side of the fence and you're supposed to learn from every every situation that God puts you in and um it the empathy meter just went up that much higher Mm -hmm. for people and not just to assume that oh you know another one you know and and you just go with the flow so having you guys with the background we're just we're just it very, the similarities are amazing. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's really funny. Something you don't know is a couple podcasts ago, we actually talked about a very dear friend of ours whose son was just at Denver at that hospital and he came back Aww. okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Yeah, so we'll have yeah. to share that with you another time. Yeah. Nice. That's, I, I actually, or we have actually known several kiddos that have been there and um, some that have had tragic endings and some that have, you know, had the best case scenario so yeah um yeah, yeah. I, I met I, I i redid um at the way back then was i rebuilt or built the eye clinic that was in there for those kids oh wow and uh yeah some of those kids <laughs> the, <laughs> they're funny the positivity is yeah. just in, incredible because you think about <sighs> an ad- 
an adult, and I don't want to say like, you know, a percentage or whatever, but there are a lot of adults out there that, that are just unable to keep that level of positivity. Yeah, but the tough. kiddos, it's just, I mean, they're just thankful for every day that they have. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're most resilient. They yes. really just take it one day at a time like the rest of us should. Yes, for sure. Yep. Well, that's awesome. I have appreciated talking to you guys about this and learned even more things, even though we've been <laughs> sitting across this table for a lot of hours. 40. <laughs> Best 40 hours of your life. <laughs> Maybe not. Here, here. Oh, goodness <laughs> sakes. So we talked to you guys a little bit about the grandma sayings. I don't know if you had any time to think of any any possible grandma sayings or like Julie sayings, old person sayings, anything <laughs> like that. I have one. Um, and it... I, I think about my grandma Fisher a lot. Um, she just was always so wise and everything. And especially now, you know, there's times of such diversity. And I remember her telling me, honey, if you close your eyes, we're all the same on the inside. Oh. I thought, you know Sweet. what? If everybody would just take that Sweet. piece of advice, maybe yeah. this world would be a little bit better place. Yeah. A little bit kinder. Yeah. Yep. We are. We are all the same on the inside. Mm, that's a good one. What about you? Oh, gosh, I haven't thought of a new one lately. Oh, I have another one. And this this is, okay, so you're going out into the world now. You're going to be a PAGA home care of Helena. And my grandpa used to always say, don't drag the family flag through the mud. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you take that a PAGA out there and you hold it up high. <laughs> uh, that's a good oh, one. That's awesome. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. Oh, no, I was pretty young, so I don't, re I, I don't remember any. I mean, I have my own quirkiness but I don't know if you <laughs> yeah someday someday somebody's yeah. gonna be yeah. saying your sayings yeah. <laughs> yeah we won't say those things just yet yeah, yeah. maybe no. not appropriate on yeah. this well no there's some are some of her good sometimes she catches me off guard but yeah <laughs> she, she is a delight to be around yes I am you really are also suffers from high self-esteem yeah. like the rest of us <laughs> That's a requirement to work here. <laughs> yeah. My grandma also gave me a sign to put up in our office that says, you don't have to be crazy to work here. We'll train you. <laughs> yeah, I just, well, That's very appropriate. <laughs> I just saw that this morning. I, same thing. <laughs> We're skilled. We're very yeah. skilled. I think that's the first thing you said. You guys are crazy. <laughs> Was that the first thing you said? Yeah. <laughs> One of them. Might be close to it. We'll have to yeah. go back to the tape and see. Oh, goodness. Or computer however they put this thing together yeah it's, it's it's magic magic i just yeah. like point up to the sky and i'm like it's up there somewhere <laughs> i don't understand where i don't have any idea how it happens it just does we know healthcare. yeah <laughs> exactly we are very very good at in-home care and the rest of it we leave to ty and Alyssa. The experts <laughs> yes we did decide though that we're experts at home care oh, that's why we, we can have a podcast, podcast. <laughs> Is it that that's why we can, or is it because we're doing a podcast that makes us the experts? I'm not sure. I'm not sure Ty gave you a choice on this. Yeah, <laughs> he, yeah. he really didn't. He's kind of like, you're doing this. Good luck. <laughs> oh, anyway. Well, if you guys out there have any grandma sayings for us, please, please submit them to the caregiven podcast at gmail.com and go and subscribe. Leave us a review. Again, we only like positive reviews. If you have something unkind to say, I am the complaint department and we are closed. Um, <laughs> Share us with a friend. Go and join our Apaga Care and Share Facebook group. Um, we really want to try to get that going and open up discussions for people, really just to let you know that you're not alone. And they're, yeah. you know, yeah. every situation is different. But then again, there are so many similarities with situations that happen in home care. So get in on the, the discussion. We want to hear from you. Email us at the Caregiven Podcast and um, 
thecaregivenpodcast at gmail.com. And I think that's farewell. So peace out, Girl Scouts. (laughs) Have a super day. And we just welcome our people from Helena, the Apaga Home Care of Helena. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. The caregiver name is a registered trademark of the Veritrust Health Incorporated Company. EPAGA is not connected to, affiliated with, or endorsed by Veritrust or any of its affiliates.